1: happy friday the following comes to you through podbean.com in the artist realm with sylvia stein here we go In the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Happy New Year! I know it's been a, a while since I've done a show, so I do apologize. There's so much going on; it is crazy. But I'm so happy to be back to do a show. I'm going to do Crafting Dynamic Dialogue: The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction by the uh, from the editors of Writers Digest. Forward is by Cheryl St. John, and Last we um, started the chapter four by author Sarah Domet or Domet, and I by mispronouncing my apologies. Sarah Domet is the author of Ninety Days to Your Novel Writers Digest Books twenty ten. Her fiction and nonfiction also appears in New Delta Review, the Cincinnati Review. Bellow, Fiction Journal, Potomac Review, Harper, Palette, and Many Mountains Moving. She holds a PhD in Comparative Literature. Give me a second here. Uh, comparative Literature and Fiction from the University of Cincinnati and currently teaches in the Writing Department at Georgia Southern University. So we're going to be... Uh, finishing up this chapter, we started with what she says is called "quick, uh, quick tips for your characters," and we started the first part. And I'm gonna go ahead and pick up here on the where it says um, she gives an example in the about. Uh, she's talking about your written dialogue, and she gave an example. And if you wanna follow along. Be sure to check out my my podcast, In the Artist Realm, and where I talk about crafting dynamic dialogue on my uh, through podbean.com. Check out the shows, and you will find that section. So I'm going to start here. A scene, uh, I'm going to read the scene she's talking about, and then go from there and finish up with this. It's a short show today. I will give some announcements, but I wanted to... Make sure to do a show today because it's been a while. So I hope everyone's doing well. And I hope you'll check out the, uh, uh, on iTunes. You can listen to the ads by Dynamo ads that I have. And I hope you'll check those out. Okay. So here we go. It says, your written dialogue should always be working to reveal the depth, intentions, or actions of your character. Because she's talking about, Quick tips for your characters. Okay. So here, we're going to read this paragraph here that she put. And this way you get an idea and an example of what we're talking about. Give me a second here. Moving around too much. Okay. All right. I don't know why it's doing that. Okay. All right. I found it. All right. It says, "'What is the weather like outside today?' asked Penelope. "'The sky is blue, and the silhouettes of ducks taking flight to the south are lovely, "'like planes flying overhead,' said Ricky. "'I am going to get in my car and drive to the hair salon,' said Penelope. "'My strawberry blonde hair could use a good cut.' "'Wait!' "'I hear a knock on the door,' said Ricky." Why, it's the mailman, and he has, sorry about that, sorry I have to stop, my screen keeps locking, and I'm recording from there, so my apologies on that. It says, well, I hear a knock on the door, said Ricky, why, it's the mailman, and he has an important letter from my dying aunt. What's this? She's dead, but she's left me her her estate. I'm rich. See you later, horse face. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. So this, she says, A scene such as this one will quickly lead your reader to skip these pages or put down your book altogether. I was going to say that too. A good general rule to follow when allowing your characters to speak directly is this. Dialogue should always aim to reveal some character trait about the individual who is speaking. If your characters speak a line of dialogue in order to describe the setting, this description, she says, should also reveal an element of your character's in- interiority. What does Ricky's what does Ricky's line of dialogue about the lovely ducks flying south reveal about him? Does it indicate um, that he's sensitive? If so. Why does he call his uh, his girlfriend Horseface? If the spoken line of description doesn't tell us much about your character, that line will be better served in, in a paragraph of exposition. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Dialogue should accomplish two things at once, she says. Describe a setting and tell us something about a character. Convey plot forwarding action and provide the reader with your character's history, establish tone, and show how your character's dialogue conflicts with his indirect thoughts. However, each line of dialogue should give your reader insight into your character's mind, personality, or motivations. Here are some other general rules to follow when writing a dialogue scene. So, here she says, Give me a moment here, and again, my apologies on that. Avoid beginning a scene with a line of dialogue. It's a good idea to first orient your reader to the setting and who is present at the scene. Readers process information in the order they receive it. So if you launch into dialogue before setting the scene, they may not want, I mean, they may not know who is speaking and to whom. Be sure to describe what your character is doing while he is speaking. When Ricky tells Penelope that he loves her, is he looking at the floor? Is he flipping through channels on the television set? Be sure to give some insight into what the characters are thinking versus what they are saying. Such a contrast will provide tension in your scene. Be sure to balance dialogue with descriptions of setting and paragraphs of exposition. Dialogue scenes are often a great place to sneak in sentences of exposition and character history that might stand out if contained in a separate paragraph. For example, I love you too, Ricky said. He doubted there was such a thing as love. His ex-wife told him she loved him all the time, all the while sleeping with his brother, Mickey. See how that's a little different? If you hear hear it 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 describes what's going on, not just a basic dialogue without any explanation, like the other one, which was very rushed and now he uh, we continue. She says, less is more when it comes to dialogue. People don't often speak in long paragraphs, at least not without some breaks. Dialogue scenes can quicken the pace of a novel and give your reader a needed rest from long paragraphs of exposition or description. Your characters should all speak differently from one another. If you randomly extracted a line of dialogue from your novel, you should be able to tell to whom it belongs simply by analyzing the diction, content, and tone. Make sure you, you include dialogue tags so we know who is speaking and to whom. A simple he said or she said usually works best and does not draw attention to itself as he pontificated wildly. Might. Your goal is, she says, your goal is, give me a second here. Your goal is to aim for invisibility when writing dialogue tags. So this is not the best place to demonstrate your creativity. Avoid too many adverbs in your dialogue text that tell your reader how to interpret a line of dialogue. Consider this example. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, Ricky. Penelope said angrily after Ricky insulted her equine mug. If Penelope is saying something as strong as I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, we can assume she's saying it angrily your dialogue should be able to pardon the pun speak for itself trust your reader will get it avoid overusing exclamation points this can be easily distracting and irritating to your reader plus it makes it seem like your characters are breathlessly exclaiming something when this isn't always the case punctuation should like dialogue tags Never draw attention to itself. Never, ever. Always read your dialogue out loud. When you do this, you'll be able to pick up on awkward phrases and dialogue that sounds stilted. It will also help you generate ideas. And I wanted to touch base on this. And Domet or Sarah Domet makes a very good point here. When I was starting out, and I wrote my novel, Chasing Clarity. I remember, and a big shout out goes to my friend, Chris Christopher Barlett. He uh, pointed out, um, when I exchanged uh, my first draft to him at the time, it was still called Clarity and I had just written it for Nano National Novel Month and I was starting on it and they asked us to exchange it in our writers group at the time. And we both exchanged our few pages from some of the work we were doing when we were going to Southern New Hampshire University. We had a writer's group. And I remember the first thing he said is, I really enjoyed it, but there was a lot of shouting in your story. And while shouting was indeed needed in some of the scenes, a lot of what I did was I put a lot of exclamation points. It was a scene where my the main character is mourning the death of her loved one. And um, although some of it made sense, a lot of the characters in there seemed like they all were, they were all shouting to each other. And in some of the cases, it just didn't make sense because there was flashbacks of things that she was remembering. So one of the things he pointed out is, I would try to exclude all these exclamation points. So I, I understood it, and then it was different. I, I was able to add a dialogue uh, line and uh be able to p- take a pause and even though uh my character mia sorry i, I said sarah. sarah was from my other book was going through something really dark and hurtful she was able to also calm herself and uh, i remember uh, i think it was chapter three here i'll read a little bit i remember from the dialogue Let's see, because a lot of it was, I did it from a uh, first point of view and in my draft it was, uh, I think, third point of view at the time, but I have the, some of what I was trying to say, let's see, okay, okay, Some somewhere here where she says, I never thought I would be as nervous as I am now. My legs trembled as I walked up to the front of the big cathedral. There, are, there were familiar faces all through the crowd. Then I saw the Dancies. It had been so hard to make eye contact with them because I knew the moment I stared back at them, I would fall apart. But then when the dialogue starts, I will now recite a poem I wrote for today. I remember when I was reading the dialogue, that had a lot of exclamation points. Even when, when the priest spoke at the funeral, there was a lot of, you passed out in the church. And it was, uh, no, 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 this just can't be. Everything was shouting. And I remember that Chris pointed that out to me. So make sure, the whole point of this was to kind of show you, please don't shout between your scenes. Make sure you pace them through, kind of like when I did. You passed out in the church. I struggled to my feet. What? No, this can't be. I have to say goodbye. My mom puts a hand on my shoulder. Honey, I promise you, you will, she whispered. But you just said I passed out, I blurted. She grabbed my hand. Mia, that was just a few minutes ago. No one has left the church yet. So... Even though there was it was a somber tune and there was a lot of hurt feelings and there's there's every reason to want to shout, not all the characters have to be shouting for you to get your point across Mia in this case, yes, but all the other characters seem to have been shouting at the time, and that was just one example that uh that I was very glad when Chris looked it over, he was able to to you know to alert me to that to that and i always appreciated him pointing that out cuz it was a first draft and i was nervous about it and i was able to kind of uh show that you know you can write a scene without shouting at every second and characters can speak on their own and and trust the reader that they can identify that without you having to point it out all the time and that was just one example but i'll go back now to the book um and she says Always read your dialogue out loud, dialogue out loud. When you do this, you'll be able to pick up on awkward phrases and dialogue that sounds stilted. It will also help you generate ideas. And here we end this chapter by saying, engage your readers. And this is what she says. You need to practice engaging your characters with other characters. And in addition to practice writing dialogue to reveal elements of your characters keep in mind that what a person says how she says it or how it conflicts with her eternal internal musings will do a lot of the muscle work of character development now having said that I'm gonna share a little bit about the my other book closure give me a second here so I can find that book should have it here at Least I thought I did. Let's see here. Here it is. And let me convey a little bit about Sarah. This is just a little sample. Okay, let's see. In the dark corner of a room, Sarah James waited until the monster fell asleep. Who was the monster? garrison james her father it amazed her how much had changed in the few short months since her mother lila left it felt as if it happened overnight as at first he seemed absent then the yelling drinking and angry glares erupted whenever she entered the same room as him soon he began calling her names when she thought things could not get worse the real abuse began He's not my dad. He's a monster. Heavy footsteps trumped towards trumped towards the room. She gulped in jagged breaths and looked. Give me a second here. It says, heavy footsteps trumped towards the room. She gulped in jagged breaths and looked up and looked to the ceiling while blinking rapidly, a feeble attempt to control her tears. When hiding from the monster, she would replay what she did wrong and how he caught her the time before. Don't cry, she reminded herself. That's how he finds you. She looked around the once lively home for a sweet reminder of better times. There was a time when the house was surrounded by a beautiful garden. She and her mother, would walk hand in hand, and choose which flowers to bring inside. Now the windows were closed, and the vase that usually held flowers sat empty. No matter where she looked, there was no sign of happiness or life. The house had become a vessel of sorrow and pain. Mommy, think of her. She closed her eyes and forced images of her favorite memories. A brief smile appeared as thoughts reverted her to one of the many times when her mother taught her how to bake cookies. Oh, Mama, I miss you, she whispered. The memory of her mother distracted Sarah from the harsh reality. However, nearly as quick as the memories arrived, they dissipated before she knew it, the monster began lashing out. Sarah, Sarah, where are you? He screamed. Realizing she had made noise, Sarah covered her mouth and began e- eternally praying. Oh, Lord, help me. So I wanted to share that excerpt to show you need to pr- practice engaging your characters with other characters. Basically, right now she's kind of engaging in her own way, but there's the monster which is in this case is her father and she's hiding from him so they're showing you and kind of giving a background or I'm showing you a kind of a background of what's going on between them so that was just another example and now she says uh, this is uh, Sarah Domet what she's saying first think of some real individuals you come in contact with today whether it's a waitress a co check girl Car wash attendant, etc., and place them each in a scene with one of, with one of your characters. How will these individuals interact? What might they discuss? You never know when one of these minor contacts will have a big impact on a more prominent character. Do you find one of these minor characters interesting? you may wish to draw up a separate character bio Next, write a short dialogue scene involving your two characters least likely to interact in your novel what might they discuss you never know when you might you never know when you might learn something about these characters that you didn't know before and if you do learn something important be sure to update your character's bio to reflect this it says and then she says here give me a second here again finally Write a dialogue scene involving at least two of your characters who are directly at odds with one another. For now, don't worry if you don't actually envision this as a scene in your novel. Just focus on integrating action, descriptions of setting, and descriptions of your character's body language. After you finish, review the general rules for integrating dialogue. Did you adhere to these? So, basically here she's saying Think of real individuals. So let's say for myself, I interacted with a customer service rep today on the phone. And I have one of my characters from one of my stories interact with them. Whether they're uh, Sarah, you know, she grows up to be a caterer. Whether she's talking to someone to help her with her catering service. And what was that interaction like? Or it could be a very minor character in my book. Um, with, you know, depending on what character you choose, um, you know, and, and what type of interaction they had. And she says, and you can also involve two, two characters that, uh, wouldn't really talk to each other. You could pick from any, any from in your books that you have or the, or ideas that you have. And then finally, write a dialogue scene involving at least two of your characters who are directly at odds with one another. So in this case, Sarah and Garrison, they're at odds with one another. And, you know, it, we could easily write a scene that, uh, you know, shows that in, a, in a, a scene that I didn't use in the book or that I just created. So I'll probably share with that, share that with you guys for next time. But I wanted to, like I said, do a show or in the artist realm because I haven't uh, been able to... Uh, get a show out lately it's the new year and it's been three years now uh since i started in the artist realm i started in january of 2016 we are now in 2019 it's been three wonderful years i've had i want to say thank you to all of you so let me give you all a uh thank you here give me a second here Thank you so, so much. Band is amazing. I want to say thank you for the support of this podcast. Three years and, and counting for In the Artist Realm through Podbean.com. I want to say thank you to Podbean.com and this platform. And for all the followers and people that have downloaded the episodes, I hope you continue to download them and support me through Dynamo. Um, um, in iTunes, Google play, um, in the artist realm is also through podbean.com. It's also available on Spotify. Thank you to all the new listeners. And I hope that you continue to support the show and there is crowdfunding. It's a dollar a month. If you decide to support my podcast, I would be very grateful. And I will also uh, give you a shout out on the show, send you an audio book. Um, and, uh, and, and just to say thank you very, very much to all of you. And I also want to say that, um, there's also support through iTunes where you could, uh, write a review and on Podbean, please share, uh, you know, what you think and the feedback you want to give to my show. I really am grateful to all of you, uh, for everything. And, uh, I'll continue to keep, uh, keep bringing you great writing tips through, uh, through potbean.com in the artist realm and this platform through potbean.com and my show in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein and bring you author interviews, um, artists, singers, um, all types of musicians, tattoo artists. I want to thank all those authors, tattoo artists, and all types of artists that have come to my show, all the guests I've had. And I'll continue to bring you more authors, editors, and many other shows to come. And if you would like to contact me or be on the show, go through uh, go through in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein on Facebook. You can e- email me at silwriter07 at gmail dot com, and I would love to have you on the show. Schedule you. And I want to say thank you to all of you because without you, I could never do this. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And have a happy Friday. I hope you'll download the episode. We'll continue on uh, on the next show. Um, on chapter, we're going to go to chapter 5. But first I'll start with what uh, Sarah, Demet or Sarah Domet wanted us to do in the exercises that she gave. And then the next chapter will be... Give me a second here. My apologies. Um, Chapter 5, Strengthen Your Dialogue by Jerry Cleaver. And we'll start with that next week. And again, this is the book, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction from the editors of Writer's Digest. Forward is by Cheryl St. John and I um, I did read some excerpts of Chasing Clarity, my novel, and Closure by me, Sylvia Stein. And if you would like to get your copies of my books, I have them still for 99 cents on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, uh, Nuke Press, the digital versions of the book. You can have uh, all three of them are 99 cents right now, and they'll continue through that through this month of January and then i also have the audiobooks you can listen to and i am working on my newest book my thriller battered mind that should be out hopefully april if not june or july of this year for sure so hopefully i will um, i will have another show for you guys next week and i do plan to bring more more artists authors uh, writers on writing ed- i mean editors on editing writers on writing everything to you guys and i will keep you posted And I would like for you all um, to look up uh, recommendations for books that I suggest. Please look up uh, AJ Brown from Stitch Smile Publications. He has a set of books, Jeff Brown, uh, that are amazing, that are a beautiful mind. Uh, uh, Sorry, let me look up this thing. I want to be sure I'm reading that right. Give me a, a second. Think it's Beautiful Minds, but I know that's his latest book. He has a a dredging up memories. I'm just gonna. I just wanted to say that that he's a great author, and I wanted you to check out his book. He has Voices, a Kindle edition of Voices, Beautiful Minds, A.J. Brown, uh, Closing the Wound by A.J. Brown. He has. Dredging up memories. And this is by AJ. Brown and Lisa Vasquez, which is uh, from Stitch Smile Publications. Uh, I think she's she's the cover designer. Yes, she is. Uh, AJ Brown voices uh, AJ Brown, and I think with Donnell Party Whiting. And then there's Zombie by A.J. Brown and A Stitch of Madness by A.J. Brown, cover designer Lisa Vasquez. She's also a, an author and a CEO and everything in her own right. So please check out her books and all of those of the authors on Stitch Mob Publications. There's also James Matthew Byers. Uh, please check them out. And those those are the books I'm recommending today. Not to say there's not others, but I just wanted to... Throw a shout out to Stitch Mile Publications and their authors, A.J. Brown, Lisa Vasquez, Donnell Party Whiting, who's also an editor, and James Matthew Byers, and all the many other authors who are there. Uh, Brianna Robertson, I believe, and there are a numerous amount of other authors. So please check them out. And again, this is Sylvia Stein for In the Artist Realm. Check uh, uh, check another show out uh, next week, and I hope you'll join me here on the show and I hope you download this episode again we're available through Spotify well through podbean.com of course through Spotify iTunes Google Play and many other platforms I hope you'll download the iTunes and Google Play they have the Dynamo ads and I hope you'll check out the show and give the support and thank you for joining us have a great one and all the music and jingles are provided by GarageBand And now we leave you again with the 5th Avenue, uh, no, it wasn't the 5th Avenue, which one was it? The first snowfall. We'll talk to you then. And happy, happy New Year. It's been a great time for me and my family, my kids, my husband. We had a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year. And I wish the same for all of you. Have a great one. Happy Friday. This was In the Artist's Realm. By with sorry with Sylvia Stein, using the book Crafting Dynamic Dialogue: The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction, from the editors of Writer's Digest, forward by Cheryl St. John. Chapter four was what we covered by the amazing author Sarah Domet or Sarah Dummitch. Have a great one.